Brittany Estep. And I'm Chip Richter. And you're listening to the Roots and Wings podcast. A conversation about faith, family, and parenting. We're glad you're listening. Hello, everybody. Welcome to the Roots and Wings podcast and to the Nutshell Studio, because that's where I get to be today. Mm-hmm. That's where you get to be. This has been fun. Brittany has been home for a few days back here at Rick Ranch, <laughs> and it's been pretty good having her. It's always fun to have your kids come home when they've been away, you know, and it's uh, any parent out there with grown children definitely can relate. So it's a fun uh event when the kids say, we're coming home. It's It's also fun to have someone cook for you. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, it's been, uh, it's been good to be together. And um, of course, whenever you get home, it's, I always do think about, hey, we can record together here in Mm -hmm. the studio. So yeah, welcome. Glad to see you. Thanks. Good to see you. So you're here. um, Spring break has officially started for you guys, for those people that live and work within the college Yeah, we have a little bit of an early spring break, but yes, spring break is happening. So that's allowed you to be here. That's been fun. Mm -hmm. You brought your dog, Bailey, Mm -hmm. who's curled up there right beside you. Uh She's going to be with us for a couple of weeks because you're heading out of town. I know. Not a couple of weeks, a week and a half. Which is a really long time. Yeah, you will have her back. She's a well. She's a fun addition to our family and a good guest. But so, Britt, uh-huh. tell everybody where you're, what you're preparing for. That's kind of what we were chatting about about here in our podcast today. Was this idea of what you're thinking about, what's in your heart? You were sharing with me last night. You're heading off to a conference, mm-hmm. yeah. and where you're speaking to some young girls. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I get the chance. Jeff and I worked at a church in South Carolina a couple years ago doing college ministry and sports ministry. And um, they actually asked if I'd be willing to come back for a weekend to do their like annual girls retreat, which is for their middle schoolers and high schoolers. So that'll be fun. It'll be like in some ways going home into a from a different home, um, a part of our life, and seeing people who are very much a part of our life and we yeah. still love dearly. So that will be um, its own cool thing. But yeah, I get to do that um, this coming weekend. So it should be an adventure. <laughs> yeah. Well, I thought it was um, good. You were sharing with me a little bit about. I asked you, so what are you going to be? What are you going to be bringing to these girls? And you were sharing with me a little bit about. Um, your thoughts. And I just thought maybe we could share that with our listeners here on the podcast because I thought it was some good stuff, good yeah. personal growth stuff. Stuff. So Yeah. Yeah. I think, um, yeah, whether it's something that we personally have to ask ourselves or if it's something that if your kids haven't already started asking themselves this question, they will be. Um, but the whole retreat is just kind of talking about our identity and finding our identity and things of value and, um, Really, I guess, on a on a spiritual standpoint, we're kind of speaking into like, who are we in Christ or in God or in Jesus, and what does that look like um, when we try to live that out and grow in um, the day to day in life and mm-hmm. in the world. And uh, middle school, if you could just like flash yourself back <laughs> mm-hmm. to middle school or even high school, like you'll mm-hmm. remember. It's such a forming stage. It's such a forming stage of life, and a lot of weird things are happening physically to your body, but then mm-hmm. that impacts your emotional ability. And um, man, when I flash back to middle school, 
it's almost like I, I can almost get my heart beats a little faster and I almost get kind of clammy hands. <laughs> sure. Because <laughs> I, I do remember, I mean, as long ago as that was, I still, re- mm-hmm. it comes right back to me. And man, I'm so glad that you're out there sharing <laughs> encouraging words to girls, young girls that are in that place. Um, sure. And high school can be just as, I think today more than ever, like those stages become a little bit just in the, the developmental stage of life. So, so like, I do feel like they're kind of, they kind of flow together in their own weird way. Mm-hmm. Um, so let's go back to this theme of finding your identity or discovering who you are. Yeah, your kind of your uniqueness and mm-hmm. what you can bring to the table. And So Britt, how are you breaking that down for as you come to share those thoughts? I know you're doing a few different sessions. So maybe we mm-hmm. could just sort of focus on your first session. Sure. Just kind of what you're thinking or what your thoughts are around that. Yeah, <laughs> I'm still working on some things, which I need to really pull it together because I fly out in a couple of days. But um, well, this will be good for me. <laughs> yeah, um, but I think I I always kind of struggle talking going into churches and talking about finding your identity in Christ because I just feel like for 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 kids this especially who've grown up in the church that's just mm-hmm. such a um a thing we throw around such it's a, a throw a phrase a it's a phrase, phrase. Yeah, that we throw right. around so often yeah, and you're right but listen to listen to what we're saying though when yeah, you really think about it I think it. it's a really goofy concept like to <laughs> like if you really like, sat down and thought yeah. about what we're saying like find your identity in Christ in what does that look like in what a being mean? in a being that you'll never be able to see mm-hmm. touch or feel and mm-hmm. for a lot of students um, I feel like we say that and we don't even exactly know where their relationship is at with Christ, where they sure. are at. And so it's like, what does that even mean? And so I think I want to, the whole, my heart is to kind of unpack that in some mm. practical ways, I mm. guess. Yeah, um, that's good. And some self-exploration ways. Mm-hmm. Um, so the first session is kind of just setting up this idea of like, who are we really? And have you ever asked yourself that? And uh, I got a lot of, these ideas from, um, I was at actually a church in Columbus called One Church with Pastor Greg Ford. And um, he spoke on some of this stuff when I I just happened to be visiting. And I was like, wow, some of those concepts are really great. And so I pulled a lot from him. Um, And one of those concepts was this idea of like, have you ever actually seen yourself? Like, how do you know on a physical kind of perspective what you look like? Like you've never... You've never actually had like, I mean, maybe, but most of us have an out-of-body experience where you look back and you see yourself. Hmm. So we only know what we look like, whether it's from reflections or pictures um, of ourselves. And I, and I kind of, sp- I hope to speak into that a little bit of we, even on a, an emotional standpoint, we tend to build a foundation of who we are based off these reflections, whether that's pictures we see, opinions we get from other people, what other people speak into us. Um, And the problem comes when we build a foundation off of these reflections that aren't really accurate pictures of who we are. Um, And they they sometimes are distorted. Like no mirror is the same mirror. Like we all have a mirror. Like Jeff and I fight over this mirror in our house because it's like the best mirror. Like it doesn't (laughs) matter like what the day is. You look tanner in that mirror. Like Mm. somehow like thinner. Yeah. Like you're like, I'm like, I just love this mirror. And I don't know what it is, but like no mirror is the same. And so I don't know if we ever really get an accurate picture of what we look like a hundred percent. Because um, everything's being filtered. Yeah. And somehow, whether it's on a camera, on an angle, mm-hmm. like whatever. But it's the same way when we try to build 
a foundation of who we are based off of people's opinions, reflections, mm-hmm. those kind of things. Yeah. So we're, we're going to try to unpack some of that. Um, and for a lot of middle schoolers and high schoolers, um, and even adults really, but social media is such a part of life. Mm. And I often thank God that I didn't have social media in middle school and high school. I think mm. it's really changed. Mm-hmm. But I just, if, if you've never sat and thought for a second about what your kids may go through when it comes to mm. um, technology yep. yeah. um, and our culture around that, just stop and think about That's it for true. one second because their life is being broadcasted um, uh, 70% of the time, if not more. And a lot of their social dynamics are wrapped up in um, technology. Mm. Um, And it just, I guess all that to say is it's a really easy place to see reflections of yourself or the people around you that really aren't accurate because we post certain things or or not. And um, Mm -hmm. social media bullying is a real, is a very real thing. Mm -hmm. And that happens often. Um, So what you're suggesting though, is that if, if you're, if, your identity is only found in those very superficial parts of life, like social media. Then there's a problem. Kind of yeah, I think what I what I want to um, hopefully unpack with them is I, I'm I'm I want to be clear. Like I'm not saying social media is like you shouldn't be on it mm-hmm. or you shouldn't be doing it. I just want to ask them. I want to ask them like, do you really think the things that you see? Like, do you think those are really true reflections mm-hmm. of who you are or who the people are around your you friends are, enough to yeah. build something off of? Mm-hmm. Do you really think that's true and mm-hmm. lasting? Have you ever asked yourself that? Um, and this idea of um, I talk because it's a girls, so it's a girls retreat. So I'm talking to young ladies and I, I, I talk about Eve at the end of this session and just go through mm-hmm. the creation story and be like, if it's hard to know who you are. That takes time, but I can tell you parts of who you are without even knowing you and how God sees you. And I can do that by how I believe he sees Eve, which is, I think is a symbol of all women. But, um, I think we often think of Eve as this character who, well, condemned the world, (laughs) but I like, like like she just like a really bad person. Really missed. She really blew yeah, it. Yeah, for all yes, of us. All and of in us. some ways... Thanks a lot, Eve. Um, but... <laughs> but fun. Go ahead. Keep going. I just I'm, love, like, the creation story goes in and it's like, God made the earth and it was good. And he made, you know, separated the skies and it was good. And he made land animals and water animals and water and it was good. It was good. Everything was good. And then he made, like, man and it was good. But it wasn't complete until he made Eve. Like, it was mm-hmm. always good. And... But yet there was always this piece of it that was missing until he made Eve. And I think we often think of her as this afterthought, like, mm-hmm. oh, Adam mm-hmm. needed her, so let's make Eve. Yeah, hang on, this is good, but it's not really great. Yeah. We need something to make it great. I just think, like, sometimes <laughs> we think of it as, like, well, right. yeah, Adam needed her, so let's make Eve. And it's not necessarily something that God needed. It was, like, Adam needed. Um, but I think... I like that you said... Eve wasn't an afterthought. No, I think she was this like cherry on top. Yeah, and the complete, the completing. Yeah, so creation was good. Things were really good. You know, for a while, remember that Jerry Maguire movie that came out? Jerry Maguire, the sports agent. It was maybe before your time. Anyway, (laughs) but you'll know the phrase that came from the movie. Oh, you complete me. Yes, Mm -hmm. and I think that's interesting that that 
phrase kind of really caught on. Just a lot of people know the phrase but don't know the movie, kind of like you. Mm -hmm. But I think we all want peak to be completed. I think we're sure. all walking around feeling like a little bit incomplete in some ways, you know. Mm -hmm. And I think it's great that as you come to a gathering with these young women and being able to speak into their life and even name the thing that everybody's feeling. Mm -hmm. I also think it's interesting. You mentioned last night we were talking that they actually, um, the attendees of the conference actually got an opportunity to submit some questions that they, they would mm -hmm. like, they would love to have somebody talk about. This was one of those questions, social media. Yeah. And, and I so know it's that on Eve, their minds. Eve isn't really in social media, but I think, I guess I want them to see. No, but I love the analogy. I'm sorry. I took us away from Eve. Come back oh, okay. to your thought. You finish it. Sure. Uh, I guess what yeah. I, I guess what I want them to hear in Eve is like, you're no afterthought. Like mm, God made good. just one of you and not in the sense that like, oh, the world could only handle one of you, but the world only needs one of you yeah. because you provide something to this time and this place and this generation and this culture that the world needs. Mm -hmm. And it's not an accident. It's very, you're here with purpose and intention. Yeah, um, and so... Good. In order for us to live into our purpose and intention, we have to first start really asking ourselves, being brave enough to ask ourselves like, okay, well, then who who am I in that? And I don't think that we really get to know who we are until we start learning who God is. Yeah. And that's my, my whole hope of that first session is to give, kind of set up that idea and then just... Um, really hopefully give room for us to ask God to just continue to speak to us of mm -hmm. who, how does he see us? Like how mm -hmm. he sees Eve, how, how like speak to our hearts of how he sees us mm -hmm. so that we can start um, breaking down th the foundation that we've built off of these distorted images to bring in things that are true, um, mm -hmm. images that are true and lasting. That's so good. That's, that's a little good. bit about unpacking. That's really going to be good. That time. You know, um, as you were talking, Britt, I thought, I think it's really good that I, I love that. I love this, the thought, and I love this nugget that you're going to deliver to these young women. Um, and when you talk about this, that you are not an afterthought, that you are actually complete mm -hmm. right now, that you are enough right mm -hmm. now, because, because that's how God has made us to be. He's made, God has made us completely here. We're all here. We may not be in touch with everything mm -hmm. or or even everything may not be online in a sense of or certainly there's woundedness and that we can't get past hurt right. or pain or or disillusion or different things that come through our lives there's trauma that affects us and so um when i think about middle school age children and and, and that like you already said that really um chaotic feeling of that time in life you're physically you're changing emotionally you're changing um and then you throw in this whole mix of like as you just described really well the social media phenomenon that, mm -hmm. that are that kids are really too tuned into True. boy it's complicated it right is. it's always complicated it's so i love that you're bringing this message that you're just really kind of cutting through a lot of the noise and you're laying a good foundation and you're saying let's first go here to the very beginning to when God even thought of us and mm -hmm. first and loved us first and, and spoke us and into existence first and breathed us into existence. And when God did that, he, he breathed us into existence completely. Mm -hmm. So you're enough. That's mm -hmm. a good, that's a good message. A good and I, I feel like 
I know I feel this way, like just personally, like I just feel like I have so many flaws and things that I'm like growing in. And sometimes I, I have a hard time feeling like I have something to contribute now because I'm mm-hmm. like, I can contribute when I grow in this or yeah. when I grow in this. But mm-hmm. I think what I I think what God would want us to hear is like I, you have something to contribute today because of who I made you yeah. and how I made you and, and what place I put you in. And um, even just thinking, I know we live in like, you know, quote unquote, crazy time, right? Like things are just crazy. But the fact that like we're supposed to be the people that navigate the world of social media and we're supposed to be the people that navigate um, this issue or this issue. That was Mm -hmm. God's not surprised that Mm -hmm. those things are happening in our culture today. And I think he, you know, for such a time as this places us here on purpose Mm -hmm. that he makes us he makes us ready, makes us capable for such things, even yeah. when we don't feel that way. So, that's right. Um, yeah, I, that will be yeah. kind of how we launch things off. <laughs> that's great. Hopefully. So I'm reading this book about St. Francis of Assisi. It's interesting, you, you know, when you think about what, what we deal with smart. today or what <laughs> I said that sounds very smart. <laughs> young women are dealing with today or boys are dealing with today, and you think, wow, it's like this is a crazy time. And it, it does feel like that, and it is. But it's interesting, the very topic we're talking about today, finding your identity, finding out who you are, finding out who God, that's exactly what was on the hearts of people in the days of, you know, in the 13th century. I mean, the idea that, because St. Francis's prayer consistently was this, who am I and who are you? And that was really the essence of his Hmm. prayer for, for days, weeks, months, even years. He just, that was his focus. Mm -hmm. Seeking God to find out first, who am I? Mm -hmm. And who are you? And I think he went to a good source to find out who he was. Mm -hmm. The first question he asks of God, who am I? And supposedly he got that answer. And then the next question is, and who are you? And I think the two questions go together, work together. And Mm -hmm. I think as we continue to, you know, which which is what you're bringing to the girls I think you're bringing them to this idea that, listen, don't look to social media to tell you who you are. Don't even look to, you know, TV or fashion or sports or whatever it is to tell you who you are. Let's go to the source, you mm-hmm. know. And I, and I think that's really important. And just spending time with the one who created us and loves us the most, I do think that we're going to discover both the answers to both those questions. Mm-hmm. Who, who am I and who are you? I like that. And that's something, like you said, that's a timeless question. I don't think it's something. Right. And, I, and I really don't know that we'll ever find the answer. Right. But, the, but, the, but the journey in that, in that stepping into that place is a good thing for us to do mm-hmm. personally. This is the personal growth part of our podcast that we're doing right now, I guess. But personally, that's true. And that's true for mm-hmm. all of us. Yeah, absolutely. Whether you're a 13-year-old girl or whether you're a 62-year-old Man, <laughs> mm-hmm. it's true for us, and uh, it's what I'm discovering. You know, so yeah, me too. That's good, Brett. Well, I'm excited for your time. Thanks. I look forward to hearing all about it. <laughs> Thanks. I'll be interested to see how it all goes, but no, it it will be fun. It's a, uh, it's a good privilege. Yeah, it is, isn't it? A privilege. Mm-hmm. It truly it is. is. I think to be able to share. Um, 
our ideas and our thoughts with, with people. Yeah, it's very humbling. Because <laughs> who are we and what do yeah. we know? Oh, I I should, yeah, I don't know much. <laughs> so, I know, I know. So I, I'm asking these questions or I have these questions for these girls and I'm like, yeah, great question. Like, well, I, I do think that when we, you know, for any of us, whenever we have an opportunity to, um, whenever an opportunity opens up for us to be able to share a thought or an idea or a gift or a talent. I think it's important that we bring to that moment um, personally, as we, as we, the people that are bringing that personally, we come with a sense that, what am I doing? I don't know what I'm doing. Mm-hmm. That's okay to have that, but it's also under a good sense, good thing to have the sense that God does know what he's what's going on. Sure. And there is some reason that the opportunity has come. And you almost have to trust the moment. And I do love how you, we were talking last night, how you were saying, but I just, I do, I do know exactly what's in my heart to say. I just want to be really prepared because I think that's important. That's our responsibility. Yeah. You know, but we need to rest in the, in the content of what we're bringing because mm-hmm. I think that's where, that's where God is, you know, stepping in. Yeah. And I that's think good. he's, I think one thing that really inspires me about this topic, which has been like kind of a newer thing for me this year, is I, I I think it's important for us to ask the question of who are who who am I and and starting that journey of finding um, contentment in our stories and in our skin, not just because mm. I think it's because like is it because we can like lay our heads down at night easier, sleep easier, laugh easier, breathe easier. And I'm like, yeah, (laughs) I think Jesus really wants that for us. Like he wants us to have, um, good life here. Like he knew like this world is hard and Mm -hmm. he knows it's broken. Um, and, but he, he wants something good for us. And I think he wants that, but I think it's beyond just the fact that we get to, um, find rest and peace within ourselves. I think it's because we cannot truly celebrate somebody else's story until we find contentment in our own. Mm -hmm. And I really, for me, this whole year, God's really just impressed my heart about celebrating people Mm -hmm. because I think celebration is an active form of unity. Mm -hmm. It reminds us that we're a part of something bigger than ourselves and that our fight you know, it's really not against f- flesh and blood and it's not a matter of you win, I win. Cause the truth is like, if something happens to your brother and sister in Christ, that's good for them, then it's good for you too. And it just kind of brings us back to this place of, um, we're better together. And like this idea of like celebrating the goodness of what we have to offer, but it's really hard to do that when we are constantly wrestling with ourselves. Mm-hmm. Um, I even know, you know, I even think like, and social media is a big part of that, or like growing up is a big part of that. They're like, they got to travel the world. How the heck did they do that? I'm still in debt trying to figure this wow. out. Like, but like, it's finding contentment in your story and knowing the skin that you're in and the and the footsteps that God's asking you to walk in and the people that he's placed you around and the purpose in that because then you're able to genuinely celebrate those around you when good things happen and also genuinely be able to grieve with people around you when hard things happen. Right. Um, I just think that's really, I is think that your, it's really needed. Is that your own phrase, so, um, content in your own story and in your own skin, or did you read that somewhere? Uh, no, that's my own phrase. What did you, what did I say? To be content with our own story and in our own skin. Yeah, that's, 
I liked it. <laughs> oh, thanks. I, I just wondered if that was a Britney Step original or is that? I guess it's a Britney Step original. Um, but I think what I want people to get the most out of that, out of that like little chunk is we must find contentment in our own story or in our own skin. I, think, and, I like it. I like in the In order word. to celebrate yeah. um, the people around us. You know what? Another, another part of that too, and the, and the reason that can happen is because and when I mean the can, I mean the celebrating the people around us, also also grieving with people around us, carrying mm-hmm. each other's, is because we are connected. Mm-hmm. We are of the same cloth. Right, and that's why I, I think it's that active form of unity. It we, reminds us exactly. that we are a part of something so much bigger than ourselves and that our fight really isn't against one another, even though it feels like that so often. You know, right, right. the election's about to happen, you just sure, feel like we're all against each just, other. Yeah, there's something in the air for yeah, sure, right? Yeah, but you can it's feel just, it. it's n- like we're not actually fighting each other. And it certainly feels that way when we embody certain things. Yeah. But it just, being able to celebrate each other and being genuine and real in that just reminds and inspires me to continue to like strive for unity in that way. Mm-hmm. Um, and celebrating each other looks like a lot of different things, whether it's just like a genuine hug or text or inviting people over to your house and just having a dinner, yeah. <laughs> just having dinner. Like I just think there's such good sure. in bringing, like having capitalizing on joy in life. Yeah. And But we cannot really do that until we wrestle with the question um, of who are we and, yeah. and start the journey. And I say start because I don't know if we ever really finish it, but start the journey of finding contentment in our story, confidence mm-hmm. in our skin, and mm-hmm. then the, and the purpose that God has us living out in our day-to-day and mm-hmm. our corner of the world, big or small. Yeah, let's go back to the idea of, of you complete me. I mean, by celebrating other people's stories, it's completing our story. You know, by mm-hmm. celebrating each other, we're also, there's a part of that that's completing who I am you know, and who you are. And we, as we continue on together, we're being knit together, you know, more and more and others are being added to it mm-hmm. along the way. So it is kind of a cool idea. Mm-hmm. And when you have that mentality, you know, I think it, it changes your, it changes those filters about who am I? Who are you? Who is God? Right? It, mm-hmm. it beca- we, we start to be feeling like we are not so different, but more alike and connected mm-hmm. in a lot of ways. And yet we can still celebrate our diversity, our differences, our flavors, our cultures, yeah. our mm-hmm. our um, our Enneagram numbers or whatever it is we are, because we aren't the same. Right. We are not the same. No, I'm not saying that, but I think we can celebrate it all. We're not the same, but we are one. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And that mm-hmm. is kind of a cool thought mm-hmm. and one that is, well, we'll spend forever <laughs> thinking about for sure. All right. Well, it's good. Well, we, you know, we did kick off this second season of the podcast with the idea of love, thinking about love and mm-hmm. how love impacts us and how we, how it impacts each, our families and the dynamics. And I think we're still there. Yeah. We're certainly still there in what we're talking about here. And so this is going to be um, a good addition, I think, to our focus. So, well, thanks a lot, everybody, for listening. Yeah. Um, we appreciate you, all of you. We appreciate um, the opportunity just to just to share our thoughts with you. And um, we hope that they're helpful. If you want to get in touch with us and let us know some things that are happening in your life or how what we're doing is helping you, or if you've got some ideas of things we could talk about, let us know. You can contact us by sending us an email, Brittany, B-R-I-T-T-A-N-Y at chiprichter.com. Or you can send me an email at chip, C-H-I-P at chiprichter.com. 
and on that great big giant social media thing. <laughs> Which is not a bad thing. <laughs> <laughs> where can we find, where can people find yeah, us? Yeah, you can find us on Instagram and Facebook at Roots and Wings Podcast. Um, that's a definitely a great place to interact with us if you have questions or comments or all that good stuff. Mm-hmm. Also, the website, we do have a website. It's rootsandwingspodcast.com. All of our episodes are there and some videos as well. There's also a blog there that we've been threatening to, to populate. <laughs> Someday. <laughs> hey, we got stuff going on, all right? We're working on it. <clears throat> well, listen, thanks a lot for listening. And we do hope that you guys have an awesome week. And uh, we'll look forward to seeing you next time. Yeah, thanks, everybody. Bye.